You're listening to a message from Victory Carmona. We hope to inspire and encourage you today. Good day po, Victory Carmona and Victory Mangahan. I hope and pray that you are all safe kung saan man po kayo nanonood ng ating online worship service. Are you excited to worship the Lord today? I hope that you are as excited as we are. And let's sing hallelujah to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords.
circumstances, Lord. At hindi kami magsasawa, Panginoon, na i-declare, O God, that You are above and sovereign in all our circumstances, Lord. We just want to continue to sing worship for You, O God. May our voices be pleasing aroma unto Your throne.
and ups and downs in our lives, we still have an awesome God and we bring to Him our true praise. We do not only worship God because we are dependent on His blessings and what He can do in our lives. We worship Him because He is our God. Our submission to the Holy One flows out of the reality that God loves us first. Nararapat lamang na pasalamatan siya sa lahat ng ginawa niya sa atin. Pero hindi po ito sapat. In Psalms 96, verse 5 to 6, it says, For all the gods of the nations are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before Him. Strength and glory are in His sanctuary. In other words, our worship must be toward to the one who is worthy simply because of His identity. As the omnipotent, omniscient, and omnipresent one, and not just because God is wealthy and able to meet our needs and answer our prayers. We must focus our practice of worship on the worthiness of God and not His wealthiness. In this time of pandemic, let us not focus on the things that's happening around us, but on God's worthiness. As we worship Him with great love and total submission, God will commune with us. God will come in His own time as a response to our worship. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, open our hearts and minds to worship You in all Your fullness, spirit and truth. May our worship come from sincere hearts that we have been transformed by Your grace and spirit. Receive our worship to Your praise and glory. In Jesus' name, Amen. Magandang araw po sa inyong lahat. I'm Celeste Lopez, one of the volunteers here in Victory Carmona. Welcome po sa ating Sunday online worship service. In our church, we do full things. We honor God and we make disciples. So in this time of generosity, let me share to you this verse in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18. As we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen, For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. So Paul wants us to focus on what cannot be seen in this life, meaning the spiritual world. The things that are visible to humans in this life are here for just a moment and then gone. Paul describes them as transient. What is visible to us will come and go very quickly. Katulad po ng kayamanan, mga material na bagay. And as we fix our eyes on the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, we also fix our eyes on things that are eternal. Let us keep in mind how we can use our temporal resources to gain eternal treasures. So lahat po ng mga bagay dito sa mundo ay panandalian lamang. Gamitin natin kung anong meron tayo for the advancement of God's kingdom and to glorify God above all else. So let us pray. Father in heaven, We thank you today 
for your blessings that you bestow upon us all. Father, I pray for our church today that we may all give with gladness and sincerity. May we focus on what is eternal and not on temporary things. Give us a generous heart that we may use our resources to honor and glorify you in our lives. In this we ask, in Jesus' name, Amen. The year was 1924. Ito yung time when the Philippines first competed in the Olympic Games in Paris. And imagine, 2021, bago natin nakuha, or bago tayo nakakuha ng isang gold medal. Right. Kaya naman, before we start, I want to congratulate the immortal Juan Ponce Enrile. Bakit? Did you know that he was born also on 1924? Imagine that. <laughs> grabe. Grabe yung dedication na binuhos nitong taon to. Talagang nahintay niya, no? Na magkaroon ng Pilipinas ng first ever Olympic gold medal. And on top of that, he was born on February 14. So, lahat ng mga nagde-date sa February 14, tandaan po natin na Ayan, birthday yan ni Juan Ponce Enrile as well. Okay? So, again, I want to congratulate this person kasi grabe yun, nahintay niya. Imagine 97 years, natry mo na ba maghintay ng 97 years? Malamang hindi pa, no? <laughs> but, uh, uh, since we are on the topic of waiting, let me ask you this question. Naman. As Christians, what are we waiting for? Meron ba talaga tayong hinihintay? Well, the short answer is yes, meron. We are waiting for Christ to return. No? Now, some of you might be thinking, Oh my gosh, babalik si Jesus? Well, yes, the Bible is very clear about this. Madami pong verses nagsusupport dito. And this will happen in the final events of mankind's history. Now, actually, meron nga pong specific na study for uh, this, uh, uh, these things, these final events of mankind's history. And it is called eschatology. Now, eschatology is a part of theology that is concerned with the final events. It usually uh, deals with the ultimate destiny of humanity. Now, uh, Pastor Elijah, last week, uh, sabi niya, itong topic na to, this is the most complicated and the most confusing topic in theology. Now, I myself am not an expert on this subject. Scat lang po yung pangalan ko, pero again, wala ako masyadong alam when it comes to eschatology. Now, despite the differences in views and opinions regarding this topic, there are three things that Christians agree on. Okay, this is in Christian eschatology, by the way. Now, first is the return of Christ. Now, physical return po ito ah. Babalik siya physically dito sa earth. Okay? Now, hindi ko alam ang schedule niya sa ibang planeta, but ito po, babalik siya dito sa earth physically. And number two is 
the resurrection and judgment. Again, this is something physical. Will be resurrected. They will be uh, resurrected. And then after that, there will be judgment. And number three, the reign of Christ. Now, Christ will reign forever uh, with the believers. While sadly, non-believers, they will be separated from God's presence. So, kahit gaano kagulo yung, yung ibang views or kahit uh, nagtatalo-talo yung ibang mga uh, uh, scholars regarding eschatology, itong tatlong bagay na to, nagkakasundo sila dito. No? Now, if you put more details into it, ayan, dyan na nagkakatalo. Kailan dadating? Right? At what point? What point ang tribulation? Okay. Diba? Now, if this is your first time hearing about this, Okay lang po, huwag kayong magpanic, no? Walang bawas sa ligtas points niya, no? Because it doesn't affect our salvation. Okay? Now, balik tayo sa topic natin. We are on the second week of our series entitled Future Hope. Now, Future Hope is a five-week series focused on the whole book of First Thessalonians. Now, let's take a look at our series objective. Sabi dito, at the end of this series, believers will have a greater understanding of what being a follower of Christ means. In light of our future hope in Christ's return, giving us hope, which in turn gives us purpose in the present. Now, uh, this week, we will not delve uh, on the intricacies and details of eschatology, but will focus rather on answering this uh, question. Actually, for uh, the whole series, we will be answering this question. How should believers act knowing Jesus will be back? Okay. Now, if we look at the world around us, parang hopeless yung situation natin ngayon. It's already been two years and still, we are in the state of quarantine. Duman tayo ng ECQ, MECQ, MGCQ, GCQ, Kahit ano pang idagdag nilang prefix dyan, andun pa rin yung Q. Right? It's still quarantine. So parang hindi na matatapos, no? Parang nga yung mga kabataan natin ngayon, mukhang maghihintay na lang yata sila maging 18 years old sila bago sila makalabas ng bahay. Eh, no? And looking at those things, it's easy to fall into hopelessness and despair. Right? But as believers, we know that we have Christ. And that one day, he will come back again. Right. That's where our confidence and hope comes from. That is our future hope. That our Lord Jesus Christ will return for us. Now last week we, uh, we discussed, uh, in week one, topic natin is, in light of His coming, we'll live a life of faith. Right. Now, week two, ito naman yung topic natin. In light of His coming, we'll live in community. Now, before we can continue further, let me ask you this question again. What does it mean for believers to live in community? Now, hindi po yan typo. It's not live in a, a community. It's live in community. Why? Because uh, the word community here, we are not referring to a group of people. Okay, so what do we mean by the word community here? Let's define first the word. Now, the word is community. 
Tignan natin, origin, it's uh, derived from the Latin word communis, which means common. Okay? So, common. Hindi po unity ang root word ng community. Okay? It's commune. Okay? Or common. Now, uh, another meaning is, aside from a group of people, it's a feeling of fellowship with others as a result of sharing common attitudes, interests, and goals. Now, again, we are not uh, focusing on the word community as a group of people, but as a state or condition. Now, what does it mean to live in community? Using that definition, ito po yan, to live in community is to be in a state or condition of having fellowship with people who share common attitudes, interests, and goals. Ang haba ng meaning, no? Try natin pa igsiin, okay? Now, when applied in the church setting, this simply means being in the habit of having fellowship with believers or church members. Ang haba pa rin. But paigsiin natin ang gusto. It simply means being connected to the church. Okay? Now, let's try to find out what the Bible has to say on what being in community means. Again, we are uh, on week two, we are on the topic, in light of His coming, we live in community. Now, our text can be found in uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 7 to 9. Now, if you have your Bibles with you, uh, can I invite you to open your Bibles? Or if you have your uh, devices, you can swipe with us. Okay, let's start. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 7, sabi dito, But we were gentle among you, like a nursing mother taking care of her own children. So, being affectionately desirous of you, we were ready to share with you not only the gospel of God, but also our own selves. Because you had become very dear to us. Now, in verse 9, For you remember... Brothers, our labor and toil. We worked night and day that we might not be a burden to any of you while we proclaim to you the gospel of God. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for uh, this uh, time today, Lord. Thank you, Lord, because uh, uh, you have provided us with the gift of the internet, Lord. Thank you, Lord, because we are able to uh, to watch or to participate in an online service online, oh God. We pray, oh Lord, that during this time, grant us your wisdom, knowledge, and also the proper understanding so that uh, we may be able to learn more regarding your word. Lord, uh, uh, keep me humble, Lord, during this, uh, this preaching, Lord God, so that your word may prevail. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Now, uh, uh, the book of First Thessalonians, sabi nga ni Pastor Elijah last week, no, sabi, this is the best but biblical source regarding the topic of eschatology. Now, bakit? Well, malalaman natin after five weeks dahil dadaanan natin lahat yan. Now, if you remember last week, dinanan natin yung uh, chapter 1 ng First uh, Thessalonians. Ngayong week po, chapter 2 tayo, and that's the same. Week 3, chapter 3, until... Week 5, which is chapter 5. Five chapters lang po ang 1 Thessalonians. If you have the time, we encourage you to read the whole book so that we can uh, understand more kung ano yung series natin uh, ngayon. Okay. 
Now, we can find a bit of background about the church in Thessalonica in Acts chapter 17. This happened during Paul's uh, second missionary uh, journey. Now, kasama niya si uh, uh, Silas during this time and also uh, Timothy. Uh, so, uh, what happened was, dumating sila sa Thessalonica. Okay. And uh, uh, Paul, being Paul, no, nag-preach siya, punta siya sa synagogue, and then he preached there. He was uh, preaching, he was reasoning with uh, other uh, uh, people there for three Sabbaths. So, three weeks. And surprisingly, a lot of people responded positively to the message. They were preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, right? And a lot of people, uh, what happened was a lot of people uh, turned back, mostly pagans, turned back from their idols to worship the one true God. Okay, So maraming na convert, and the uh, majority of them were Greeks. Okay. But what happened quickly after was there was persecution. This was actually uh, prompted by uh, some of the Jews there. I think that they were the Judaizers. And a few months, uh, uh, what happened was uh, they were persecuted, but nakatakas tong, uh, or umalis itong si, si Paul and si Silas. So ka- imagine, kaka-church plan pa lang nila, they were uh, preaching the gospel for three weeks, and then after that, nagkaroon kagad ng persecution. Right? So imagine that na, these were uh, baby Christians, right? So, kakasimula lang nila sa faith and then naiwan na kagad sila doon. Right? Because of persecution. And uh, because of that, syempre, itong uh, si Paul, sila yung nag-church plan niya, they were very uh, concerned with this church. So, what did they do? After some few months, pinadala nila si Timothy doon to check on uh, how they are uh, doing. And then after that, after receiving, uh, bumalik si Timothy, they received his report, Paul wrote uh, this letter to the Thessalonians. This is actually uh, the first uh, uh, letter of uh, Paul. The, the first uh, recorded uh, letter na isinulat niya. Okay? Na nasa Bible. Now, the letter is mainly for encouragement and uh, some to answer their concerns regarding the return of our Lord Jesus. And one specific way of encouragement was by reminding them of their love and how they lived among them during their short ministry in Thessalonica. Why? Because Paul, Silas, and even Timothy provided them an example to emulate on what being in community means while waiting for Christ to return. So, what does it mean for believers to live in community? Tingnan natin. First, being in community means treating each other as family. In 1 Thessalonians verse, uh, chapter 2, verse 7, sabi dito, But we were gentle among you, like a nursing mother taking care of her own children. Now, I remember, a wise man once said, I don't have friends. I have family. Okay. Now, in John chapter 1, verse 12, it says this, But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. When we were called together in Christ, or together by God, we are not to simply become strangers to one another. Right? We were called to be part of one family. 
Which family? God's family. Hey. Kaya hopefully, magsasama yung loob natin when uh, yung mga victory group leaders natin or yung church members ay parang feeling close sa atin. Hey. Hindi sila feeling close. Close talaga sila. We are family, guys. Okay. And make no mistakes, the church community does not replace our natural families. Okay. Think of it uh, more as an extended family. Okay. Nabalikan natin yung, yung verse in uh, verse 7. Sabi dito, But we were gentle among you, like a nursing mother taking care of her own children. So, grabe yung description dito. No? I'm sure our leaders also love us the way a mother or a father would. Kaya nga nag-spend ng time yan sa'yo eh. Right? Kaya nga minsan nag-spend pa yan ng resources sa'yo eh. Right? I pray that we would also pass that love, that same love when we ourselves become leaders or when we disciple others. Right? I pray that we will have that uh, a gentleness like a nursing mother taking care of her own children. I hope we would emulate the example nila Paul dito. Right? Treating church members as family. Now again, being in community means treating each other as family. Next is this. Being in community means sharing lives. Now in verse 8, sabi naman dito, So, being affectionately desirous of you, we were ready to share with you not only the gospel of God, but also our own selves. Because you had become very dear to us. Now take note of these words there. Sabi dyan, We were ready to share with you not only the gospel of God, but also our own selves. Now, in our church community, we not only nurture our spiritual lives. Hindi po doon nagtatapos yun. Hindi kada punta natin ng church, laging spiritual na yung pag-uusapan natin. Hindi naman ganun eh. Right? If you remember before quarantine, madaming physical lives ang na-nurture din. Bakit? Kasi kain ng kain tayo. No? Ito nakikita tayo, kain tayo. Kumain ka na ba? Ganyan. Right? Nagkapi tayo. Right? Kain dito, samgyup doon, handy wings dito. Ayan, ganyan. But kidding aside, we share our lives with one another. Not only when it comes to spiritual things. Right? Mga problema natin, hindi naman lahat spiritual yung problems natin. Eh. Right? But we can share those with who? With our church community. And some, uh, some people have this uh, misguided idea that when we tell our life stories or when we uh, uh, share the gospel to a person, we are sharing our lives with them. No? Hindi po ganun yun. Right? Sharing lives with other believers means becoming part of their lives as well. That's where the sharing part comes in. We share the joy. We share the suffering. We share the kainan din, no? And then we share the suffering again. <laughs> now, you get the point. <laughs> now, hindi lang, again, hindi lang yung spiritual aspect ng lives natin. We share 
every aspect of our lives. Hopefully, magkaroon din tayo ng limit, wag i-share ang asawa. Okay? Gumamit din ng wisdom pag may time. Okay. Now again, being in community means sharing lives. That's our second point. And our third point is, being in community means serving one another. Now in verse 9, sabi dito, For you remember, brothers, our labor and toil. We work night and day that we might not be a burden to any of you while we proclaim to you the gospel of God. Now, Paul, Silas, and Timothy were preaching the gospel to them, right? Aside from this, they tended uh, to their own needs while they served others. They were doing God's work, right? By proclaiming the gospel to them. But they didn't want to burden anyone with their own needs. Yet again, they continued to serve others. Hindi sila nag-expect ng kapalit of what they're doing. Right? And I hope and I pray this could be our uh, uh, attitude as well. Right? Forget being entitled. Right? Being in community means serving one another. Serving. Not being served. Right? Huwag niya isipin yun. Bahala na si Lord doon. Right? Bahala na si Lord mag- mag-provide sa atin. Hindi natin, uh, uh, ano tawag dito? Hindi natin yung trabaho. Trabaho natin, or yung uh, dapat natin gawin, is to serve one another. Now again, let's take a recap. Now, being in community means first, treating each other as family. Number two, being in community means sharing lives. And being in community also means serving one another. Now, we know what being in community means, but here's another question. Why is it important for believers to live in community? Bakit nga ba? Ano bang mapapala natin dyan? Medyo cheesy yung sagot, but it's because we complete each other. Cheesy, right? In Matthew chapter 16, verse 18, sabi dito, And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Again, the gates of hell shall not prevail against my church. That's Jesus Christ talking here. Now, when we are the church as a collective, sabi dun, even the gates of hell shall not prevail against us. Remember this. Christians are actually weak individuals. But together, they are the church. There's really no such thing as a strong Christian. Si God lang naman malakas talaga and if we isolate a sheep from the flock, it becomes an easy prey. Right? An individual or a Christian will lack in certain areas. May kanya-kanya naman tayong weaknesses, eh, right? But we also have our own strengths. And together, we are able to cover up each other's weaknesses. 
we are able to complement others with our strengths in certain areas. When someone is down, there's someone that is able to pick that person up. We can encourage one another. Right? Again, cheesy. Right? Pero totoo, yung we are better together. Now, what's the point of this preaching? Ano yung gusto, kong, gusto namin maging takeaway nyo? It's simple. Stay connected to your local church. Stay connected to your local church. I'm not simply uh, referring to attending church. Right? And sadly today, lalong-lalo na today, there are times na we think na maka-attend lang tayo ng Sunday service, okay na yan. Makapanood lang tayo ng online, right? Dahil hindi tayo makapag-meet eh. Walang interaction. And that means walang fellowship din eh, nagaganap. Imagine this. Kapag nagbasa ka ba ng libro, does it mean that uh, you are having fellowship with the author of the book? No, you're simply reading the book, right? That's the same with watching online. Okay. It's the same sa nonood ka sa preaching online. I'm not saying that it's wrong. Please, by all means, do that. But please, stay connected with your local church. If you're with Victory, join a Victory group. Join a cell group or a Bible study sa local church nyo. Kahit online lang muna for now. Why? Because we need this now more than ever, right? We are experiencing a pandemic. We are not able to uh, to gather or to fellowship face-to-face ng maramihan. And during this time, nakakalungkot. Because a lot of uh, people, even members na ng church, even leaders na, ay medyo napapalayo sa church. How are you during this pandemic? Are you still connected to your local church? In 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 17 to 18, sabi dito. This is actually uh, the end, uh, pa-end na ng uh, chapter 2. But since we were torn away from you, this is uh, still Apostle Paul speaking. Brothers, for a short time, in person, not in heart, we endeavored the more eagerly and with great desire to see you face to face. Imagine that. Kahit si Apostle Paul gusto niya face to face. In verse 18, sabi dito, Because we wanted to come to you, I, Paul, again and again, but Satan hindered us. Now, these verses show how much Paul wanted to commune with the Thessalonians. Now, during the time of the Apostle Paul, writing letters na yung next best thing aside from meeting face-to-face or doing fellowship. But today, we have a lot of avenues to pursue. Meron tayong internet. Pwede tayong mag-Zoom. Pwede tayong mag-Google Meet. Ano pa ba? Pwede tayong mag-Facebook. TikTok, sige. Pwede rin kayo mag-TikTok. We have a lot of uh, avenues today 
to use if we want to reach out and stay connected with our local church. And we encourage you, again, hindi kami magsasawa na sabihin to. Stay connected to your local church. We're not just saying this to boost church attendance. We are genuinely concerned with your growth as a Christian. And also, we long to fellowship with you. If you are uh, one of those uh, people na medyo feeling mo napalayo ka sa church, balik ka lang. Hindi lang ikaw yung nagkaganyan. Right? Balik ka lang. Wala naman tayong uh, may pagmamayabang sa bawat isa. Eh. Right? Right? Why? We are all sinners naman. Eh. Lahat naman tayo nagkamali. Eh. But the good thing is, nandiyan lagi si Jesus Christ. His offer always remains. Balik ka lang. Uwi ka na. Hindi na kami galit. As we wait for Christ to return, for sure, we will encounter persecution and affliction. And ito na nga ngayon, mayroong pandemic. And I assure you, we will be able to overcome more if we are together as a church of Christ. Now, if you're still not part of a local church and you want to learn more, then contact us. Or even uh, simply leave a comment. We will help you get connected. And as I end, plug ko lang to. Next week, we will have our discipleship class for church community. Now, this is on August 29. That's a Sunday. 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. I think uh, pwede pang humabol ng registration. If you're done with one-to-one and Victory Weekend, then we encourage you to join this class to know more about church community. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for this wonderful time, Lord. Thank you for your message, Lord, regarding uh, being in a community, God. Lord, I pray that you would always remind us, oh God, Patuloy mo ipaulit-ulit na ipaalala sa amin, Lord, that we should always stay connected with our local church. I pray, O Lord God, if there are uh, uh, Christians here, O Lord God, na nanghihina, if there are Christians here, O Lord, na nanapalayo, Lord, from the flock, I pray, O Lord, that uh, they would find their way back. Lord. I pray, O Lord, that they would come back. They would return and be connected, Lord. And I also pray, O Lord God, for your flock na patuloy nga palakasin mo yung church mo. Even during these trying times, O Lord, I pray, Lord, that uh, your, your church would persevere during these uh, challenging times and during times of affliction, O God. I know a lot of us are not uh, uh, doing well right now. But remind us, O Lord, that lagi kinaming matatakbuhan, Lord. And we have our church community to support us as well. Lord, Nahabili na po sa, na, namin sa inyo, Lord, ang aming mga, uh, mga problems, Lord, ang aming mga gastusin, Lord, ang aming mga uh, uh, kung ano man yung pagkukulang namin sa, sa life namin ngayon, Lord. We ask, Lord, that you would continue to, uh, to show yourself, Lord, to us. We ask, Lord, na lalo namin mas maramdaman yung faithfulness mo in our lives. Open our eyes to this, Lord. We ask all this in the name of Jesus. Amen.
Okay, so our, our service has ended. Kita kits po next week. Thank you for listening. We hope you were encouraged by the message today. Feel free to share this episode to your friends too. Subscribe and follow us on Facebook and YouTube for videos and updates. For more information about our church, visit Victory Carmona Facebook page.